Hey everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in combat sports and pop culture. Today, I'm talking to you about common injuries and recovery practices and I'm here with Joel, my producer. What's up everybody? What's up? And this is episode 8. Episode 8 in the building. All right. So what's going on, Jade? Yeah, so like I said, I'm going to talk about common injuries. Uh, as I did mention on that episode with my brother, I had a spinal fusion. Mm, I don't it's, know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the same thing that Tiger Woods had. Actually, oh, ta- you just love relating your injury to Tiger Woods' injury, right? I'm just saying some of the greats. <laughs> oh, okay. Some of the greats had back injuries. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you even know that Bruce Lee had problems with his back? Oh. I don't, I don't know. He was what? also cha cha dancer, a uh, champion of Hong Kong in the Oh, was that the reason you uh, you learned cha cha? No, I learned oh. salsa. Oh, salsa. That was different. Dance is dance. <laughs> no, very different. Salsa. Really? I do salsa and bachata, but since my operation, I'm not being able to do it. I, I really have to go out more. No, you that? don't. <laughs> you go out a lot. You went out last night. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. Yeah, I had, um, its short name is Alif, or Anterior Lumbar Interbody Fusion. Oh, it's a long last name. It's a long name, yeah. So, anterior means that they do the surgery from the front of your body, and posterior is from the back. So, they did the surgery in both sides? No. Front or back? No, just from the front. Oh, okay. They So, they cut my stomach, and then they went through my stomach, moved all my inside oh my God. to the side. Uh, yeah, and then took out my disc from my spine, mm. my my lower disc L five S one, my lowest disc. Took that out, and then they put screws in there and, wow. a, and a spacer. So like, so there's they put more space between the vertebrae. Mm. Yeah. So what happened is, as I said in the episode with my brother, when I was in America, maybe three years ago. I think it was about three years yeah, ago now. Three or four probably. years ago. Yeah, um, I was doing Olympic weightlifting class at my college as I was doing athletics. Mm. had to do lots of different sports and I chose Olympic weightlifting as one of them, which was not a good idea. idea. Oh. Yeah, so um, as I was doing deadlifts, extremely heavy, I felt a pop in my back. No pain, just mm. felt the pop and I thought this is different. Yeah, so... Since then, I just kind of, there was a bit of discomfort, but no pain. I just went on, did my normal routine, played sports. I was uh, on a cross-country team, so I was running a lot and uh, came back to Thailand after that, after I finished my course at college and was still training Muay Thai. Mm. Then it just got worse and worse and worse over the years. And then I was unable to do Muay Thai, unable to move much. And I had a lot of x-rays and I had an MRI and then... The doctor said, don't do Muay Thai and be very careful. So I was very careful for like almost a year. Yeah, no fight, no, no hard training. No hard training, no nothing. I just run every now and then. And then later it got worse and worse. So I stopped running and then I had another MRI. And my disc had ruptured so much mm. that the liquid had gone out of the disc. And it was pretty much my two bones of my vertebrae just touching on each other. Each other. Yeah, okay. which is really bad. Whenever I moved, it like, Pretty yeah, you pains, felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, so then 
I went to a couple of hospitals to check out what I could do. And one of them recommended the, the spinal fusion from the back. Mm. So they put the screws in at the back and like put like a, a piece of metal to support it. But that would stop me from having a lot of range of motion in the future. Oh. Yeah. So I went to get a second opinion at a different hospital at um, BHS. Is that? I don't know. The one in Ceylon. And it's, a very <laughs> it's a very good hospital, but it was so expensive. It was like 400,000 baht for this procedure the wow. f- from the front, Alif. Yeah, so we, uh, I told my parents about it and they were like, no, <laughs> it's so expensive. I was like, great, so what can I do? Um, my dad's secretary, she tracked down the same doctor who was at that hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, the same surgeon. And he actually also works at Chula Hospital. Oh. Yeah, Chula is a government hospital. Yeah, so there's it's, subsidy. It's much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, so I finally was able to get an appointment with him, which was not easy. Because there's so much of a waiting list mm. at that hospital. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I was able to see him. And he was like, oh, you found me here. <laughs> Damn. Like, and then the price was like half price. Oh, which is really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah, really, really good. So um, at Truler, it takes a long time to actually get the operation. You have to go through a lot of different um, phases. Phases, yeah. yeah. So see the doctor is one. Then you have to go through like blood tests and all these different checkups. And then another one after that to see the doctor again. And then you, after that, when he's okay with everything, you wait for a phone call from the doctor. You have to wait for a phone you call. You wait for a phone call. And then, so the first time I saw him, that was in January. Was it Jan? Yeah, early, early January. Mm-hmm. And then the phone call, finally, I got was in March. Just two weeks, bo- two weeks before. Two weeks notice. He two weeks notice. Like, 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 in two like, weeks, you're going to have your operation. I was wow. like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I saw your Facebook post. I was like, oh, "Where?" I, I was know. driving. And I was like, "I was like, are you sh- like uh, um, now? Really? Like, uh, can I postpone?" <laughs> because actually, at the same time, so that was on the twelfth of March, where my appointment would be. My dad hosts this huge Muay Thai and martial arts championship in the same week. And you have to be there. Well, yeah. Usually, I have to be there to help my dad. It's a it's a big deal. But the guy was like, no, the, this is Chuler. This is not like a private hospital. Mm. This is the appointment that you get and that's it. And I was like... So if he makes this one, I don't know I like, how oh long it's going to take. I was take. like, well, um, can I call my mom and dad first? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll call you back in like a couple of hours. I was like, oh. I was like, mom! <laughs> and she's like, okay, just do it. Just do it. Because if you don't do it now, then yeah, you have to wait even long longer and you're yeah. going to get worse. Yeah, so March 12th, I had anterior lumbar interbody fusion and um now i'm just still in recovery mode it's been just over two months but how long is it gonna take to recover fully um six months maybe six months yeah to a year but i mean maybe for me because i'm younger mm, than mm, most mm, candidates mm, mm, and uh, mm, mm. i'm pretty healthy well i am healthy i try and yeah. eat well and i also exercise so i think maybe mine will be faster recovery than most people because when I was in the hospital it's mostly old people (laughs) (laughs) I'm like sat there like looking around like the young people the ones who bring in the old people to the hospital you know Um, so yeah Um, so that was March now it's what it's May end of May now so it's getting better 
Uh, still cannot run, still cannot do Muay Thai, nothing with too much impact because right now um, with the screws and like the, the, the metal sort of spacer that they put in between my vertebra, mm. my bone has to like, because they shave down the bone a little bit so you can... Oh, okay, it has to like grow yeah. to it. Exactly. Uh. So like when you broke a, break a bone, you have to wait for the calcium to, on the bone to come up and like mm, grow mm, itself mm, again. Mm, yeah. Mm. So now the bone has to like kind of grow over it or something. Yeah, uh, because I remember uh, I remember this basketball player, uh, Paul George. Uh, he broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, the bone. Ouch. Just broke into two. Uh, it took him like a year or two to fully recover, and he's playing great now. Wow. Yeah, fully recover. He still can do everything he used to do. I heard it's quite, you know, like, well, maybe on broken bones when it grows back, the calcium that grows make it, like, stronger in that part, but maybe not the same for I'm going to break my bone right now. No, yeah, that's why they they say, like, sometimes the Muay Thai fighters in the past, they would kind of, like, every time they fight, their bone, their shin bone kind of chips or, like, when they train, they use, like, shin conditioning in the past. And, like, because... When the shin would like chip, it would grow back with more calcium and grow back stronger and like kind of condition the shins. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a crazy technique that some fighters would do. They kind of like roll like a hot um, glass bottles on what? there. Yeah, they all sorts of crazy stuff. I have to do that just just to be more stronger. Uh, if you want to be, it's crazy though. Nah, I'm you don't not, need no. to. I can't. I can't even imagine yeah. myself doing that. Right. So. Uh, I was looking like different. So this is having back issues is really a common, a common issue for a lot of people. You know, dude, I have back pains whenever I'm fat. Whenever you're fat, yeah. Well, obviously, because you imagine all your weight is gonna go to the lower back. Yeah, and I hate that. It's gonna go right there. That so. shit freaked me out. Yeah, it, I mean, it sucks. You it, you really feel it when you do lots of different things, like and, and picking up something heavy or just like, when you're like, moving. Something. Yeah, exactly. I was at a. Uh, Paragon yesterday worked with my friend for like two, three hours and I can feel my back is like, uh, no, I, I really need to lose weight. And stretch. Uh, yeah. You should stretch. That's one thing a lot of people don't stretch. And they in really the morning? Should. It's whenever, in the morning's the best time, I would say. Morning and night. My last great. football game, I get there late and I couldn't even stretch to even start playing. You stretch in the taxi. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> Only the hour. <laughs> Sat there, very uncomfortable. I don't. Um, Maneuver. I don't know. Then when I used to train with Bangkok University University team, we have to go through normal training stretching procedure. Right. So we have warm up. Yeah, warm up first for like an hour stress, yeah. and after a game, you have to do that as yeah. as well. But at the point, I was like, "Yo, this is a waste of time." No, it's not. Okay, warming up and stretching before exercise. It is really good. That is, you should. But that is very recommended. Uh, okay. But after after uh, any sport, you don't need to. It's because good to do already, it. Yeah. yeah, because but your body's but, cool but the point is, um, when you grow older, the process be, uh, becomes even more longer because it's gonna take. Normally, before so I just like jog, mean? yeah, I jog up stress. It's gonna take me probably five ten minutes. Yeah. But right now, it's gonna take me at least thirty minutes to fully feel it. I definitely agree. <laughs> it is like that when you get older, but I mean that's just the way it is. Everyone's the same. I, mean, I remember when I was young, I can just after get half break, yeah, yeah, play football, uh, half time, go out, eat whatever I want, come back in. Or maybe minutes, it's because you drink playing. a lot, Joel. I know. <laughs> maybe that's why you're not sleeping properly and you drink yeah. a lot. Maybe that's why. Don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> so you take a, have good nutrition, 
that will also help your muscles and all the oxygen oh flow. My God. That is the only thing I cannot, I, I would definitely not going to do right in my life is eat healthy. Really? Yeah. I, I, I always eat healthy. I like it. when I'm I at home, better. right? When I'm at home, if I'm doing something, if I don't go out, I'm at home. I don't even, I don't even know how to stop eating. Mm. I mean, because it's boredom. Yeah, I just yeah. eat all them till I fall asleep. Yeah, I understand that. When I'm, but when I, I'm bored I, at home, I want Yeah, to I can drink. I drink a lot, but I have principle though. I don't drink at home. Oh, okay. Never. See, that's why you go out so often. <laughs> I'm joking. Sometimes. <laughs> I go out oh. sometimes, not all. Yeah, but um, before exercise, you should do dy- dynamic stretching, which means it's like the mobility. You're actually oh, yeah. moving like arm swings, leg swings. Um, high knees, something like that, rather than static, which is where you hold something in. Position. I do that when I play uh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, athletes do that. Them, yeah. yeah, you see them running up and down the, yeah. the court or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so like um, celebrities who have had back injuries or surgeries is number one, George Clooney. I don't know who that is. What? He's a very famous actor. Oh, oh, you're talking about celebrity. Oh, Celebrities, okay. uh, yeah. Trust yeah. me, man, I don't watch movies that much all it was serious damn well yeah uh josh clooney had a spinal fusion george bush george w bush oh okay i know that one yeah president of the u.s <laughs> former president yeah former president yeah he had surgery um usain bolt really yeah well let me see i don't think he had surgery what did he say scully oh he had scoliosis let me see he became a household name after his record-breaking Olympic performances, and he also has back pain. Oh, but I don't think he had surgery. Yeah, probably going through the same time I'm going through right now. He but just no, scoliosis <laughs> is when the the spine is like kind of curved in like an S shape. Oh, yeah, so it's not straight. So how do you feel that? Well, he says his treatment has been physical therapy, personal training, and just yeah, just stuff like that. Like trying to trying to do as much as he can to kind of. slowly stabilize his spine and his core a lot of core exercises is key to like looking after your back Mm. yeah sarah michelle geller who is that the vampire slayer no i don't know that she also has scoliosis scoliosis is very uh common Common, right yeah people just bond with it where their their spine is just not straight some people actually have the same surgery I had where they put the, the screws, but it has to be all the way up to straighten it. Mm. It's crazy. But like a lot of people do it. Um, Harrison Ford, another actor on Star Wars. He had a disc herniation and had <coughs> a small surgery from the back. What if I say I've never watched any Star Wars movie? <laughs> okay, how about this guy? Arian Foster. What is that? <laughs> NFL running back. No? From the NFL? Oh, yeah. I should know him. He had a disc herniation, but he had microdiscectomy, which means they just cut off a small piece of the disc at the okay. back. Yeah, it means like the disc is bulging out of out of place and then kind of like it'll touch onto the nerves and then it'll shoot pain down the legs. Mm-mm-mm. So a small surgery from the back is where they just cut open the back and cut open that small piece that's like coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very small. Um, you can really get back into normal everything straight, like not not long not after. Not long, yeah. Charlize Theron from Mad Max, the girl in Mad Max. Have you seen the movie Mad Max? Maybe. I don't think so. Damn, this guy needs to watch more movies. 
<laughs> for, what for? Why should I? She had the same thing, disc herniation, the small one, the small uh, surgery from the back. Oh, really okay. Yeah, she had the same thing. Tiger Woods. Mm, mm. That is um, as a household name. Yeah. I mean, he's mixed tie. And, yeah. And he just won the Masters two years after this surgery. He's had so many different surgeries on his spine. Yeah. Actually. yeah. So this I think is, he went through really rough time after the uh, divorce. I think he's had a yeah, rough time, full stop. Like, not just yeah. the back, but yeah, divorce. And then the... He's just... Uh, taking medication while driving. Or driving while taking medication and shit mm-hmm. like that. That's a lot. If I was him, right, I'm going out of spot, just enjoying my life with my money until, no, because, until I go broke. No, I don't think so. Because when you have sport, that's the only thing that can keep you focused and give you direction in life. When yeah. everything else is going wrong, if you go into sports, if you have that focus, then yeah. it helps. Yeah, I actually had an argument with a guy on Twitter, right? Um, <laughs> he was like, he's really young. He's like 24 years old. He's in therapist. He's like having... I was like, dude, why can't you just fucking go in... Inside the shower, take two hours shower and go play sport. <laughs> I don't know if it's that easy, you know, if you it have is. an injury. It's not injury. He's like really young. He's What's wrong with him? Just, I don't know. Oh. So yeah, I have to go see my therapist. I was like, dude, you're oh. 24 years old. Actually, you know, like right now, much more people are depressed than any exactly, time yeah. before. Yeah, I was I, like, yo, if I, I don't really overthink myself, if something is not going right for me, I just like take a hot shower for like four hours by myself. Who <laughs> showers that long? That's crazy. You have no skin left after. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get over my shit. Well, or I just go to gym, run. Yeah, just run, just so good. keep running, right? Or I just go out, play football, play basketball, and I come back, I'll be so tired to even think. Yeah. I just fall asleep when I wake well, up. Well, I mean, depression. There's many different types of depression, I think. It's, but, one can be the chemical imbalance. One can be just yes, yeah, self-loathing. I, I, I know that. I know yeah. that. But most of the uh, these days, right, I think is is becoming way too mainstream, you know. When some, like, it's, it's, it's okay to think. It's okay to have, like, second thought, to have, yeah. like, thing running. Dude, I have, like, at this point, I can think about 500 things. I don't even know where they come from. Right, some people now is they're trying to relate that to uh, depression, that, that to maybe mental illness. These days are not exactly. Creative. It's not even being creative. They just don't know because depression, being depressed, is is is, is selling right now. You have the public sympathy. You have like people want to treat you more special, something like that. So people ju- just jump on that bad wagon. You know, it's like people. Some people don't even have depression. Well, yeah, maybe not like straight up real depression. Trust me, you, maybe, if, you, if you go yeah. on Twitter, you know some people just I use hate it Twitter, fucking... but he's making me be more active on Twitter because of these podcasts. You have I to hate Twitter. <laughs> you have to be more. Like, active I don't on get it. I the, don't really get it. It's just people complaining I about had, things. I had a Twitter account for <laughs> since two thousand. Um, I've had the account. I mean, two thousand and nine. Yeah. Right, and I closed it down. Two thousand and sixteen. Then I open another account. I just follow probably people I know, uh, maybe ten more celebrities I like. Yeah. And then nothing more. So when, but when you follow the people that you like, it ends up being the same people that you follow on Facebook or Instagram. So they're uh, always uh, saying the same this, shit anyway. Trust me, this is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> if I follow you on IG, I'm not following you on Twitter. Yeah, it's probably better. Yeah. I'm gonna talk I don't about do the that. Same yeah. stuff, exactly. So. I don't do that. Because people I follow on IG, if you celebrate, I follow you on IG. I don't want you to suffocate me with your content. I don't Although, want. Although on 
Instagram is more like it's more uh, focused on the photos and the pictures and the small little whatever you want to say uh, caption. Uh, Whereas trust me, you haven't Twitter, been to Instagram comment section. <laughs> Have uh, you? No, I don't really <laughs> try, try it out. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Anyway, another another celebrity who's had a discarnation is Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man. Okay, I know that one. John F. Kennedy, also a former uh, U.S. president. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot right, of back kind of, Yeah, because they sit all the time and the, oh, most of them don't even have time to exercise, you know. Yeah, he even wore a back brace as president. You wow. And used crutches sometimes. Damn, that's crazy. He said like... Uh, his back pain stemmed from athletics serving in the military. Military, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. And then there's like a MVP of Peyton Manning. Oh, Peyton Manning. The, football, uh, American yeah. football. Discrimination also. I mean, I can, I can imagine American football. There's so many injuries oh, that, that happen oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to talk about some recovery practices that I've been trying since my surgery. Obviously, month one, can't do anything. Second month, um, I started swimming. Once once my wound healed, I could swim. So do you I, know how to swim? Yeah, of course. Do you know? No? Yes, I do. But I hate <laughs> water. Oh, well, I like swimming. I learned how to swim when I was two years old. Well, that's really young. Yeah. <laughs> because like where I grew up... More of like an island. We have oh. sea to the other side, and we have river. Damn, so my place is just yeah, it's then. just right in between. So everybody knows how to swim. Uh, my mom always take me to the river. Just I learn how to swim in like put, just put you in there when just throw me there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm trying to drown, she will just pick me up. Whoa. So I learn how to swim very very at very young age, and I hate water. That's probably why because you got thrown into the river when you were quite young. It's uh, maybe. Because I just hate water going to my ear. <laughs> oh. I don't like that when I swim. Yeah, I don't know how to help. I mean, there's probably some type of earplugs. I don't know. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I don't, you know, just like the way I learned how to do sport, right? I don't yeah. I don't follow, um, I don't know if uh, I should call it traditional way of learning how to, because we you go out, you learn by yourself. Right. Right, it's not like right right now people who they have like football academy, they have basketball academy. Yeah. In my day, we don't have any academy. Yeah, you just go learn how to do it. Well, it's and like that. It. in England. It's like that with football and like tennis and some other sports. But then, if you want to go a bit to the extra level, then maybe you would go into the school or the academy. But yeah, in Thailand, you have to go to the school. To do not only in Thailand, I, I think in in, <coughs> in uh, Holland too, they have so much academies, hmm. and you see those kids like. 10, 12, yeah. they have to wake up as early as 5 a.m. They go jogging, start training. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's this good. It's like a really hardcore academy. Okay. But in my days, we don't even do We do everything by ourselves. Because we have like, you just have to be active, right? Because yeah. we, I have all my childhood friends and we are good in sports. So we always want to challenge ourselves. Like high jump, who can jump higher? Have you ever seen Africa high jump? No. Oh what do you jump God. over? <laughs> we jump over uh, people's this, garden wall. <laughs> yeah, you see this. Uh, uh, we have uh, one. I don't know how to call it, like plank or wood here, here, and we just put another. What do you stick. land on? Ground. <laughs> and then when I was uh, around six, I uh, probably when I was young, I was around like five, five, eight. 
I can jump over my height. Wow. Then I was really skinny though, so. Yeah. So your your gravity. Yeah. Like, and just yeah yeah. I will show you a YouTube video. That's cool. Yeah, of African high jump is really really great. Wow. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's it's good to be. And I once sports. uh one of my friend he uh he didn't even do any sport, so we went. He's really strong, so we wrestled, and he won. I was like, yo, you won wrestle. So like. When you're when you're younger, around like teenage teenage years in Africa, people not really. It's not, is there gangs? Is people hanging out like as gangs, or they play sports instead? Because in England, most of the youths are like gangs right now. It's so bad. No, we don't have gangs. That's and uh, back in Africa, like if you're growing up, you don't even have gangs. But right now, we have um court secret court like fraternities in the street, and and the the reason is. That actually move out from campus, from uh, university campuses, yeah, into straight. Because like, uh, if you when you after you can't high fight school, in university, obviously, because you, you have security. Uh, no, not in Nigeria. We don't. Even, dude, they have <laughs> those motherfuckers have a lot of weapons. Oh, but not when I when I was growing up. You don't have to. We don't have gang. We don't have yeah. like. Group, when I was growing you know, up, it was starting to starting to be like all the teenagers would like gang up on the streets and like vandalize things and steal things and stuff. Oh, you that first, was of, when I was first, growing up first of all, you need to have vans to vandalize. But thank God my dad moved me <laughs> to Thailand when I was 14 and it completely changed my life. You know, right now they have a thing in England that's kind of popular, which is so bad. I saw it on the news yesterday. It's called scoreboarding. What is that? Scoreboarding is when you, when like the youths, like the gangs in England, they'll go around and stab people or hit someone. And for they get what? for it's stupid. It's a game, and they get like uh, points depending on where they attack this person. Shit. It's so bad, and like, and then they'll rap about it. It's called drilling. Oh, they rap it. Yeah, they rap about it, and it's like people are dying. Like, it's, oh, but it's really uh, if they try to do that, well, the only time we did that back in in Nigeria is because we're trying to test our black magic, black oh, voodoo. Shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I think in England, like they've. Totally lost control of the youths. I think the youths controlled the streets. They're, you know, they're terrorizing a lot of people. And my mom was just saying earlier that her friend who's still in England, like she's scared to go on the train to go into town now and because I it's bet, like gangs that hang around near the train I station. I bet there is a lot of Nigerians and Jamaica among them too. Ja- I think the Jamaicans are mostly like in the south around London, oh, okay. West London. Um, but yeah, that's why I love uh, English slang. Is mixed with Jamaican language. Yeah, yeah I know Like, what a guan, blood. Yeah. And most of Jamaican languages, too, like, most of Jamaican slang is mostly from Africa. Oh. Yeah. There you go. So, we're because, on. like, uh, like somewhere like uh, Suriname, uh, we have almost common way of saying a lot of things. Okay. Yeah, like, in Suriname, they call stomach, belly. Oh, we call it like belly, same thing in my country. Call it belly in England too. It's not belly, it's belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know how like the similarities, yeah. whatever. Whatever, but I'm saying like the youths in England, they need more direction, you know. They're, like Even the government right there right now is like, um, the prime minister just stepped down. Oh and, yeah, like, I saw like the news. Said, yeah. all the youth She's just... going to step, step down next week? Oh. Soon, I don't know. Or she already did? I don't know. No, she, or, she just announced it. Yeah. Ah, uh, back to sport. 
Yeah, better sport. Anyway, so another type of uh, recovery practices for my back. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, a, a lot of core exercises. I'm going to do a video, actually, and probably post it on my YouTube because when I was searching online, there wasn't really much to teach you, like post-surgery, like way post, like maybe two months post or mm. three months. There needs to be more things like this. So stretching, core exercises, and I did try CBD oil. What is that? Marijuana oil. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so CBD. So, okay, let me say, marijuana is supposed to have two components. There's a lot of components, but the two main ones is CBD and THC. Okay. THC is the one that makes you high. Oh. CBD is a medicinal one, okay. which uh, a lot of which now people are using to treat them cancer patients. Cancer, yeah. And uh, people with that. epilepsy, mm. Parkinson's disease. Anything like that, or even like it can help with injuries, it helps with pain, help with inflammation, it helps to re- uh, reduce all of those. Mm. So I tried some of that, uh, but so I had two different bottles of it. And okay, yeah, people, a couple of friends gave it to me because they saw that I had this injury and this surgery, so like, they, like, yeah, this might help. Yeah, this might help. So I thought, okay, sure, you know, I might as well um, tried it. One of the one of the bottles was fine. Like I actually didn't feel much pain in my back. The other one, after I was taking that for like almost a month, I started noticing a bit of a weird feeling. Or, or <laughs> what feeling is not that? Not a weird feeling, but a weird result from it. You know, I think um, my back felt fine, mm. but I was kind of going a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how crazy? <laughs> like, Can you explain the craziness? Like, I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel How? like myself. I felt a little bit erratic. Okay. I felt like a bitch. Oh yeah. my God, you've taken so much. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was being more of a bitch. And like, I'm not really like, I'm usually like pretty chill. Okay, oh. yes, I can be like kind of hyper and stuff, but like this kind of, it changed me. I didn't feel, I felt like I couldn't think clearly. So then I thought. How do you feel you couldn't think clearly if you couldn't think clearly? Like, it just, maybe like, my mind wasn't as okay. So now you directed you ha- as usual, or focused as usual, or oh, okay. the way I was thinking was just like kind of a little bit all over the place, rather than mm. like. But now your think, your thinking is more focused on particular things, and you yeah, just like now it's clearer. Just, yeah, I don't you, know how to really <laughs> explain, but anyway, so so I stopped taking it mm. just to see what would happen, and as soon as I stopped taking it, that whole week right after. I did feel so much mentally clearer. I felt much more calmer. I felt like myself again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that the second bottle that I had had some mixture of THC oh. in there. And oh, I was kind oh, of probably oh, a little oh, bit... Oh, 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 oh. Maybe. Small dosing myself with THC, which I didn't really realize. So it's so important to find a good source of um, I've always this. tried to try something whereby I would definitely lose my mind. I wouldn't uh, remember what I was doing. But at the same time, trying to keep my um, my mental stability. Your what? Okay, I, I I did this right. I've never do any drugs before in my life. Yeah, I don't smoke cigarette. I don't do. I don't smoke weed or whatever whatsoever. So there was a day I went to a party, right? Mm. So there was um these cookies. Oh, and I was hungry. Oh, no. at, yeah, and I was hungry. I was hungry, <laughs> and I was drinking alcohol. Oh, no. And there, it was cookies and cake. It was birthday party. Oh no. It was it uh, edible, right? So and I, I ate a lot. Oh, no. So after one hour, I started feeling my leg. I, I couldn't feel my leg anymore. I don't feel my legs. I couldn't work. I was like, yo, okay. 
And then my friend told me this is uh, special. Spe- uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, yes, Joel, it's time to go home. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I told myself it's time to go home. And at the same time, you have to remember everything that happens this night. So I take taxi. I was on my way home. I was like, my heart was beating so fucking fast, really fast. Like I thought my my heart was gonna yeah, pop out of my chest. Oh yeah. my so I was like, no, I'm not gonna go home and sleep by myself with this condition. So I went to hospital. Wow. Yeah. I went to hospital. Uh, I was like, I explained to the doctor what I was like, yo, okay. They gave me drip. They gave me oxygen marks and everything. After two hours, I was okay. I was like, yo, I want to go home. So I wow. left and I paid the bills and then I get home and I started drinking a lot of Coca-Cola. I feel like I want to drink something sweet. I want to eat something sweet all the time. Uh-huh. So, but that night I remembered everything that happened. I like, I remember everything, mm-hmm. how I got a taxi, drop taxi, pill, and how I get home. So the second thing that I couldn't remember, right, I was with my ex-girlfriend. I've never smoked shisha before in my life. And she was like, yo, just smoke, just take it in. Uh-huh. And I was like, I just... I don't even know how to smoke. I don't even know how to smoke cigarette. Yeah. I don't know how to put it in or take yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just like, no right. more like that, right? right? And after that, I don't know how we get home, right? I don't know how she opened my phone. I checked my phone. But the shisha also had it? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I've never smoked before in my life, so. Shisha or hooker? Same. Yeah, so. I just discovered in the morning when I woke up, she was just looking at me. I was like, what happened? And I, Actually, I had headache for one week with oh shisha. Oh, my yeah. God. So, from there, I know. Well, shisha has a lot of tobacco. I heard it has like 50 times more tobacco than normal cigarettes. How do people survive it? I don't know. Also, oh my God. Like, I, I've smoked it before. And then after I went for a run, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my chest is like so tight right now. That's why I was like, I know anything, drugs or smoke is not just good. not for me. It's yeah. not for me at that, all. See, that's the thing. I think it is for the individual. So, same thing for like... Uh, marijuana, CBD, all whatever. Like, if some people they can smoke it and they feel absolutely normal, Nothing, absolutely yeah. fine. Some people can smoke it and like they can work and they feel so clear and something, or even more productive. But for me, definitely so, not. Something happens in Holland too, right? I, I think I'm so. very um, sensitive towards like anything like that. I was I was with my with my cousin, my cousin girlfriend, my cousin girlfriend friends, and everybody just come into the room and everybody they started smoking. I was working on, uh, I was working on my. Uh, project then i was just like chilling just drinking my normal alcohol chill right mm-hmm. and they smoked this weed right even like me smelling it inhaling it in i felt so much high i was like i was like what the fuck is going on and after two puff right my cousin my cousin girlfriend they just fell asleep they woke up one hour later smiling in Holland, I'm sure it's yeah. very strong. There. And I was like, what the fuck very, is going very on? Very, pure, very, very strong. I mean, same thing in California when I was there. Like, you can smell it everywhere. And they have the shops everywhere, medical mm. marijuana shops. They sell it everywhere. I was near um, Venice Beach and there's like so much of it over there. Wow. Oh my God, crazy. But yeah, anyway, so CBD oil, um, it's good for some, it's not good for some. And I think um, know your sauce, where you're going to get it from. Um, there are, it is legal in Thailand now, medical marijuana oh, yeah. is legal, but you have to obtain a license. And um, I know that Chula Hospital have started doing tests with that, Rangsit um, University, and also one university in Isan, in the north of Thailand, have started, um, they have grow houses and they're starting to test on it as well. So for medical use, it's still, uh, it's legal in Thailand if you have a license. 
uh, recreational, not legal. Same as like uh, America is like that though. It's medical, you know. Is it really medical? It depends. Like if if you extract the actual CBD, then it is only medical, and it's none of the none of the drug that will make you high there. Okay. So, yeah, just know your source, you know. Um. Anyway, as well as that. So that was that was an experience. Anyway, thank God it's been a while now, and I feel so much better after not doing that. And so just doing my normal exercises, like I'm starting to walk more. So I'll, be, I'll walk to my gym, which is not too. How far, far is the gym from here? It takes me like 20, 25 minutes to walk there. Not so bad. Just okay. so hot sometimes. But oh my god, I don't know how you survive it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll walk there and I'll do some like rehabilita- rehabilitation exercises that I just know myself, stretching, and also this week I've started to do some Tai Chi. What is that? That I think that's the old Ooh. people's sport. <laughs> tai Chi is like the old um, Chinese type of Kung Fu for old people. When you like have to breathe in, do different movements, and you move your body in a slow way. Um, but I feel like it's helped so much just from doing it this week. So I started it last, last weekend. And I've been doing it a few times this whole week. And... My back feels so good and my even my muscles feel like they recovered faster. I think it's because you concentrate on your breath whilst you're doing the small movements. Okay. So yeah, it's good. I like it better than yoga. Because yoga, you, you do a stretch and you you have to hold that stretch for so long and sometimes it's I've never tried yoga difficult. because I know I'm not gonna be able to do it. And with my back surgery, I don't think that holding a, a position like that or stretching is not good for you, it's yeah. Not for sure. like yeah. Good. It's it can not feel good for a lot your back, of strain, yeah. yeah. So like Tai Chi, which is like soft and you breathe well and you still move in your body. Because I want to keep the mo- the movement in my back. Because if I if I keep it straight the whole time, it's going to get too stiff. Mm. So just small movements is good for it. So yeah, that's okay. really, really helping. So how do you go about the... How do you know which movement is right for you? Or you just follow um, your instinct? Uh, tai Chi, I think most of it is so good. Because nothing's like... Intent. It's very, very soft. All of it. And I'm just, I just do it on YouTube. I just watch a YouTube video. They open on on that. And then um, in Thailand, all the old people do it in the park. Yeah, I see. I I go to the park and I see old people doing it. Yeah, so they do it like really early in the morning. So I'm thinking to go to the park. Like, oh, you're gonna be the youngest person. They don't make them feel bad, please. No, they'll make me. They're (laughs) professional. Do you see them doing it? They're so good. Okay. And they're like 80 years old or something. <laughs> they're so good. So I'm going to go and ask them if I can join their class. But I think I have to go there like 6 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Because I remember I used to run around there when I was fighting. I used to get up early, like maybe 5.30. Which of the park? Swan Lagao on Sinakarin Park. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't live around Srinakarin. I don't even know anywhere around there. Anyway, it's a park not too far from where I live. From oh. Luktafa. And um, yeah, I'll go and ask the old people if I can join in <laughs> the Tai Chi class. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I'll make it a trend for young people. Who knows? I think it's better than yoga. Well, I don't know. Uh, because when I had my uh, my ankle injury, and normally when I was young, when I played football, ankle injury, a week is gone. Even when I had this serious one, right? And my coach was like, are you sure you com- you, you're going to be able to come back in a month? I was like, Fuck it, I'm, I'm playing next week. So I went to play next week, uh, the, the, uh, the the week after the injury. Then I discovered it was a really bad one. Ankle sprain. Yeah. I mean, there's different degrees of an ankle sprain I don't even or know, of a sprain. There's I don't even degrees. know the degree, but uh, like my ankle was swollen different so, grades. was swollen so 
like every day. Oh shit. So I, I couldn't I don't want to go to hospital because I know doctor was You need to remember rice. You know what rice is? Rest, ice, compress, and elevate. I do that all the time. I still have the picture. So I, nice. <laughs> I, eat, I, eat, I eat rice too. So yeah. after that, I was like, I don't want to go to a hospital. I'm going to spend money. And doctor is going to tell me to stop sport for like and a year or two. And the doctor will just two. give you um, anti-inflammatory yeah. and, and painkillers. So I was like, I'm not going. I just like self-medicate myself. Just like I sit all the time, no sport for like a year. Mm. Then I try to force my way back. Right, and I went, uh, I played basketball. The first day of playing basketball, and now to stay the ankle oh. again, which is not it really can that actually, hard. That's another thing with sprain yeah. ankles. It can happen again if you don't yeah. look after so, it. So, and then I was aware. like, I was out for like another six months. Oh. And then one year, eating, sleeping, drinking alcohol, then trying to come back after one day, another six, six months, eating, drinking. 20 kg. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Damn. 20 kg. And, and all that weight uh, yeah, on your ankle. On my ankle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll be struggling to, like, to let go of those weights. Because I can't stop eating. Yeah. I don't play active sport like I used to. Right now, I just probably just play basketball once or twice a week. And football. I play football once yeah. in a week, which is like really competitive. But I can't stop drinking alcohol. And my coach doesn't even notice. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> because I really was like, twenty going around with 20 kg is a lot of load. I've been, uh, yeah, before that, I was weighing like 85 kg for almost my entire life. Well, when, yeah, like I said, when you have an ankle sprain, it's easy to do it again because like, you kind of weaken that area. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I still feel the pain right now because yeah. sometimes when I run really hard, hard like, or sprint a lot, I feel it. I, like, well, the extra weight is probably not helping. Yes, putting a lot I know. Of stress on yeah. it. Yeah. And again, when I before I used to like try donkeys, like if I want to donk, it's like really easier. But now if I jump and just to hold the rail, the sure. rim, I can feel the pain. Just even from jumping, because yeah, you're, you're putting the, the pressure so when you're trying yeah. to elevate yourself. Yeah, that's a very popular stream. I mean, like I don't point. know, I don't want to. I don't want to go to hospital. I don't want to trade it. I just you don't want need to. to. Yeah. You just have to look after it yourself. Yeah, I just have to lose weight. Lose weight, yeah, and just rest it, really. Hot and cold, hot and cold water or something is probably good for it. You want to know something, right? I think 10 years straight, I've been taking, like, shower with hot water. I don't shower with cold water. I'm not saying shower, but in ice, put some ice on it. And then, you like, the next the next time you put hot on it, and then you, so the blood just, flow. Okay, it, I, I just swim, um, how is it called? Sauna will help. Sauna will help. Yeah. I go to sauna sometimes. Help. Yeah. And um, what is another popular, no, another common injury is shin splints. Have you ever had shin splint? Yes. It's when like you feel a pain on the, t- on your, sh- like just next to your shin. It's mm. when, it's when the tissue kind of separates itself from the shin. Um, that's usually after when you maybe run a lot or you start doing some exercise that con- consists of maybe long duration of something like running or uh, yeah, bike I feel riding that when or I, yeah, when I run. Yeah, it's, but um, you, once again, there's not really much you can do. You can use either compression socks that oh. will help or you just run it out and in the, eventually... It will just go away. Yeah, it'll go away because eventually. Like when, I started, well, when I started running again, I always do this. Uh, I just sprint for like two minutes. Yeah. Then I just jog again for like five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I sprint again. 
So 15 minutes in, I always feel that. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, just weather compression socks, I would recommend. Oh, yeah. right. I'll and try to look for that. The last injury I want to talk about, I mean, of course, there's lots of injuries when you uh, do any different sports, but another one that's very common is concussions. Head oh, injury. head injuries, yeah, that's yeah. common in uh, NFL. Muay Thai, boxing, yeah, NFL, oh, American yes. football. Yeah, the thing is, your brain does not have pain receptors. So, okay. when, so when there's any type of hit or any, any injury to your head or any strike or anything, your brain will not feel the pain because there's no pain receptors there. Okay. So it's I've, very dangerous. I've always wondered, right? Uh, I, I learned boxing when I was young, just like the way I learned how to play right. football. Like right. we just got ourselves and start punching, punching each other and just like... <laughs> that's how I so I don't have like the traditional way of like learning, having a coach of having someone really coaching you or telling you what to do. Right. Right? So I've always wondered, what is this? What is the deal with when you get hit in your uh, around here, your jaw? jaw yeah. Um, you always like, most of the fighter always go straight down or they yeah. just lose it. So there's definitely, um, so I would say the trigger points, the knockout points is your jaw, um, your solar plex, mm. your liver, um, so basically, when they, when they hit your jaw, it's going to hit against that and then it'll make your brain inside, going you know, to rock around I, inside I your skull. I practice that by myself. I Sometimes I just punch myself, punch my jaw just to see. <laughs> some people have a higher tolerance than others. Some people get knocked out much easier. And also some people have a, more of a knockout power when they're punching than other mm, people. Mm, mm, mm. So yeah, and another thing is uh, all individual. But when people get hit in the head, they do kill their brain cells but with the best with with the right time of recovery they can grow back they mm. can heal themselves if you don't give yourself this enough this time to recover then you're gonna keep on damaging uh, oh, yeah, your, your brain. brain that's why you can see a lot of fighters who are like maybe older who fought a lot some of them are a little bit like a um, punch drunk mm. yeah um in thai malmat and it's when the, the brain cells have never been able to heal because you're just const, const, constantly getting hit in the head. Wow. Yeah. That is one of the reasons I don't want to go into fighting. I mean, like, like I, I said, if you just give yourself the, the right time to heal. So that, that doesn't mean fight after fight. That also means fight finish. In training, you need to look after yourself too. Yeah. You can't just like fight and then go back into sparring in the gym. No, you need to fight finish, rest. Then you slowly get back into training don't go straight into sparring, mm -hmm. you know. Because, like, if I go into fighting, I'm probably going to kiss someone because my anger alone gives me headache. If I'm angry and I calm down after that, I'm yeah. going to have severe headache. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I'm serious. That's why I, like, I train myself never to get angry. Yeah. Yeah, I always want to... Hey, you know what will help that? What? Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I did, I did it this morning. I woke up early. I did some Tai Chi, and I, now I feel so chill. I hope you get paid for this. It made all the blood like flow around my body, all the oxygen. But it's not. It's not like that anymore, right now, because you can really get me angry, and I would just walk out. I just go. I just leave that environment. Yeah. I just forget about it because if I get angry, I know even when I fight you and something happens at that moment, I'm not gonna regret it. Yeah. But I'm gonna wake up with big headache in the morning, so I don't want to do that. It's probably better. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the more you. The more you intensify the situation, the worse it's going to get. So yeah. it's probably best just walk So I always just like walk out, just forget <laughs> about it. Yeah. Wow. So what more? 
Yeah, so that's it. That, that's the three main, or the, yeah, the main injuries that I want to cover today because I think they're quite common, you know, back injury, uh, ankle sprains, yeah. concussion, shin splints. Um, they're very, very common. And like I said, recovery practices, very important to just know, like, don't, don't push yourself too much. Um, rice, rest, <laughs> rest, ice. Compress and elevate if it's an ankle sprain or something like that. And if it's anything with the back, then you just strengthen your core and slowly get into things like swimming and walking and Tai Chi. Swimming. Pilates is also good. My brother always thinks swimming and steaming is a form of uh, fitness workout. Yeah. Swimming and what? Steaming, like sauna. Oh, yes. Yeah. You got a sauna two times a week. No. Sauna is good. It's good for your skin, not for your health. I think it's good for your health too. I don't it, think it, so. It, it, dilate, it dilates your your capillaries, right? So you, then your blood flow is supposed to flow better around your body. It's supposed to help something like that. Yeah. A static blood flow? Not static. Because you sit in the sauna. There's no way your body just... Because it opens your pores. Yes. I don't know. I'm not a scientist on that, but just, that's what I'm I I'm just heard. wondering because like, <laughs> I think it's good for us. I don't know. Like, I, I stand to be corrected, right? I, I, I just think it's good for your skin, not for your entire... No, I think it's good. And it definitely helps injuries as well. Because, like, oh, yeah. you know, when it you have an injury, injury yeah. you have an injury, I think it's for the first 42 to 72 hours, you're supposed to ice straight after. And then after 72 hours, you're supposed to apply heat. Okay. Yeah. So that's a fact. That, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Any any other injuries you want to talk about, or is that good for now? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, that I, I don't. I'm not active in sport anymore, so I don't even. Yeah. If and any, if if anyone's had any um, other injuries, or can think of any other common injuries that you'd like us to talk about, you can comment. Yes. Uh, just leave comment. Leave a comment. An email. Share. Please subscribe to my channel. Please, we're begging you. You have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. See you thank next episode. Bye. All right. Bye.